Hey everyone, welcome to Redefining ABCD. Today's episode will be a larger than us episode, and in this segment we will talk about topics deemed controversial or stigmatized in the South Asian community. Our goal with this segment is to share many sides and voices to these topics. So hey everybody, welcome back to season four. This is our first episode that we're kicking off in the season and we're super excited to bring you guys some really great content. Um, we're just a little change in cadence you might have seen on our social media. We are dropping episodes monthly rather than bi-weekly just to kind of adjust to some of our schedules with life. <laughs> um, but other than that, everything else is staying the same. We're going to Make sure we bring you some cool content and um, you'll get to hear more from Sneha and I, which is, I think that's exciting. <laughs> and so we're excited for you to join along on our ride. Um, so today is our, for our first episode, we're talking about love languages. Um, since we're releasing this episode in February, we thought it would be a great way to like talk a little bit about um, love languages, how they kind of affect us in the sense of how they affect choosing relationships, how it can influence your workplace, friendships, and just doing all that fun stuff um, and just talking a little bit about that. And so, yeah, so I guess for those of you who don't know the different types of love languages, there's five main types and they're categorized with as words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Um, so we're just going to dive straight in. And um, so what we first kind of planned today is trying to see if we could guess each other's love language types, because we've known each other for like 15 plus years. So I think it'd be kind of curious to see if we can guess each other's love language types. So yeah, we'll just get straight into it. Um, Sneha, you want to start or should I start? To guess your love language? Is that what we're is that what Sure, we're yeah. Trying? Yeah, I guess um, each other. So you... so. We were talking before. Kirthi's already guessed one of mine. So I have two. She's guessed one of mine. So that's fun. Um, she's already winning in that front. I, it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, for you, um, I, okay, I'd say quality time, right? Am I right? Please be right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> one of okay. Them. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. 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 That is okay. But you have another one, right? Yeah, I have two. So, I think I have two. Like, so quality time and something else. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm torn between two. I'm torn between words of affirmation or acts of service. And I, I'm trying to gauge based on your reaction. I might be completely wrong. Maybe I'm... <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> I gotta, like, have a poker face. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's gifts because I've never seen you well, see. it's difficult because i should also preface like me and kirithi we've known each other for years right i've never given you a gift or i don't think i've given you a gift is that a problem i don't think <laughs> like just because i haven't given you a gift <laughs> it's not a problem that, don't worry we're right? still <laughs> okay i i don't think it's gifts though i don't think it is you're correct um okay yes, okay Okay, and I don't. I know. I don't think it's physical touch. I don't think that's one of them. So I, th I'm right. It's words of affirmation and acts of service. I just don't know which one. You're sort of cold on the last comment that you made. Is it physical touch? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Never mind. I got. Okay. You know what? It's fine. I got one. Of I them. love hugs. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. <laughs> no, it's it's fair. Fair. I okay. At least I knew it wasn't gifts. So that's fine. It's good. We're still what, what do you think? What, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. No, what do you, what do you think mine are? <laughs> no, I'm curious. You you already know um, one of mine. Exact <laughs> told you. Yeah, so I before the recording I guessed physical touch just because um uh, and I think I, that was the correct one because I think Sneha, I think just like similar to me. I really like hugs. I think I think Sneha, you really like hugs, like mm -hmm. handshakes and like very much like expressing the love in that way depending on the relationship type. The second one, I am uh, like, 
I am torn between words of affirmation and quality time because I feel like whenever you are um, like whenever you're in a rut and whenever we talk about like, like like figuring out or helping each other with problems, I think encouragement has definitely been like a good motivating factor for you, like you to figure out how you want to go through specific like obstacles. Um, but then also quality time because like you spend time like I, I think that's the reason why I like quality time is because you like you get to like actually spend time to like nurture that relationship. So that's why like I think those are the two um, I'm debating between because I feel like that's like I feel like that you're very similar in that way. We're very similar it, there, in that way. Am I so hopefully we're- I will say they are second and third. So you are very close, but one of them overtakes the other. <laughs> Oh, okay. So then, if I so I can rule out gifts and acts of service, then right? Yes, you you can you can rule those out. Although, okay, well, good. Although, no, you could probably rule those out. There is one of those two that I could that I think is tied with third. <laughs> if that makes sense, tied with but, third. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what you're saying because because when I took it, it was weird when I took the when I took the love language test or whatever. I remember it being like. Like, the, like, two of them were very close to each other and third. And then there was one and two that were very, like, obviously one and two. Oh. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then there was one that didn't even show up. It was just kind of like, meh. <laughs> meh. <laughs> On the side. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, it's fine if you, sure, if you would like, but, you know. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So I gotta so got figure out second. Uh, I think I'll figure out second, yes. and then I'll be able to figure out the third. Hmm. Okay. Oh, this is hard. I'm just going to take a random, like, stab based on my gut. Quality time? Yeah. <laughs> second. Yeah. Is second? Yeah. 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 And That's then third second. is worth Yeah. Tied with acts of service. Oh, I, interesting. Only be- and, and only because, because some, I know some people, like, that's how they show their love if that makes sense they show their love yeah. through acts of service and sometimes they might not mm-hmm. understand how to like show it other ways so i can still identify that and appreciate that in some way it's just mm-hmm. not top of my list you know yeah, yeah that's a good point if that makes yeah. sense yeah i can yeah. see that because i do, see the thing i do find myself doing that sometimes when like because when i do care about sometimes someone Sometimes I don't know how to articulate that, so it's easier mm-hmm. to just like do things for them because it's like show me out otherwise. I get that. Yeah, yeah. well, and yeah. I'm also very aware that like, like phys- for some, for a lot of people, like not a lot of people, but for some people, like the level of physical touch and like quality time that I need might be a little too aggressive for some people, and I recognize that. So you know, especially in the beginning, you have to like kind of reel it in a little bit so that. Yeah, no, yeah. I get what so you mean. You gotta like point it out because you can't. Yeah, you got yeah, because though I feel like those are the two that people it's very easy it, I think in America oh, the, I this might be getting a little too deep about it, but like I feel like in American culture specifically, like people get very weird about like physical touch and like quality time specifically because it's like, oh, you're getting attached too quickly or you're like I don't want to like, you know, and I'm like, no, really? but I just I care feel like about it's the opposite. <laughs> really? I, th- I feel like physical touch comes easier in American cu- in American culture, or maybe that's just like an assumption that I've made. Just oh. because I feel like hookup culture here is so prominent, like that's why there's dating apps. So I just assume people would be more for physical touch in comparison to like the deeper. I think, in my opinion, they're like a little bit deeper than the than physical touch, like quality time or like words of affirmation, because you got to really think about yeah. it when you for it, you know. True, that's true. But physical touch doesn't necessarily have to be in like sex or something. It could, it could just be like, like cuddling or hugging well, even like or a like hug close and like to a someone. Hug. People find it too intimate sometimes. Really, I just feel like that comes yeah, more naturally. No. But okay. I mean, I don't know. It's just what I because like I've that's why I don't resort to hugging, and I think I've been conditioned to do this very like I've been told to like kind of suppress it a lot. So I'm like, oh. I don't want to like. There's a long time where I was like not hugging people because I was like, I don't know what your stance is on this, and I don't want to get into your personal bubble. You know, like I don't know what the rules are here. <laughs> yeah, do you associate that with American culture though? Because I feel like that's more of like an 
the South Asian culture because like really? uh, showing physical forms. I feel that's what I think. Like I think like I- I'll be really honest with you. Like uh, hugging and saying I love you. I've never really like felt that as comfortable <laughs> in our culture. Yeah. Like. But it feels sometimes I it feels just, weird for me to hug people within like for our cult like in our cultural standards. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Well, because in my head, I just think of like, because like in India, like if you see, like people are more comfy. Like guys are more physical touch with each other. There's more of a friendly sort of touch and like a hug or like whatever. No, maybe I'm just like completely. I just thought that was like an American standard. How like when you see your relatives in like like your like like your male counterpart relatives like your cousins and whatnot do you automatically go in for a hug still? Well, that's difficult because I don't. I all of my relatives are all of my relatives are females, so like we're all. Oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? But it's like I don't know. I don't know. I I don't think I feel like it's like. I thought that was just an American standard that trickled into our South Asian community. And then there was a lot of pressure to not, but we also wanted to, but there was also not. So it's like this contradiction that people could never figure out. So people would just avoid it. And it was weird. I was like, mm, I don't like this. Y'all are weird. <laughs> like, huh, let's just I hug each other. Let's, let's, let's just show each other affection. No, I don't know. I, yeah. I always, see, I always like associated like, physical touch type of expression of love with American culture and I didn't really like I thought it was not very much a common thing and like I thought the opposite basically because like I don't know people aren't like physically expressy in our culture I feel like but it doesn't even have to be or maybe it's just me that like in the in South Asian culture they assume like the women would be more affectionate than the men I don't know just because I don't know there's a lot of dimensions going on Actually, no, that's a good qu- Okay, while, while we're on that topic, we can, I guess, kind of stick. You said, do you think that there's, like, um, certain love languages that are associated with a specific gender over another? I don't know. What What do you think? It's it's weird, because, like, it, it goes with, like, gender, like, bias of, like, our stereotype of how you would perceive, like, a woman versus man, like, that, that gender roles, uh, even though there are more yeah. genders than male and female, I know. Um, but I'm just saying, like, the traditional what people talk about, just because it just makes the conversation a little bit easier to talk about. Um, yeah. Uh, I think there is, like, certain behaviors that are associated with both, like, both of those genders. Like, I think... I don't know. Maybe it's also the people that are in my life. Like if, uh, like I'm like a man is very like hugging and affectionate. That's kind of strange for me, just because they don't really people don't they don't really I don't associate that with like uh, like the male species. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Like for female, like that's what I associate. I associate that more with like physical touch and like words of affirmation. I associate that more with um, like female like if I think about how I interact with my like friends that are like girls or like my family members that are women like I'm very much more expressive in that way like I will automatically hug and cuddle um and I'll like be very like um supportive and stuff like that but like how I like interact with like my male like friends I don't I don't do like a hug hug I'll I'll, like chest bump maybe or not like chest bump like you know like the bro bump (laughs) like I'll be very bro-y I don't know why but like it's very different that's why that's why I I feel like certain languages are like biased or like unconsciously maybe or I assume for like both genders it's just I think it's just because the way that I've had to interact with not have to but like how I've interacted or been exposed to you know there's there's some love languages that feel more feminine as opposed to masculine to yeah like okay i hate wording it like that i hate yeah no no i mean like that's fair because like i i feel like i don't know when i first read through the love languages that like never occurred to me just because like in my head i'm just seeing disembodied figures like oh you have words of affirmation and you have access service i think that's mostly because that's how i i like came at this with the same like like ideology that i came out with like personality tests and stuff like oh like oh. infp intj mm-hmm. istj those are never really associated with one like gender over another so like in my head that's how i came at this with the same thing so like it's interesting that 
that yes, there might actually be like an assumption or something associated like with gender in terms of love language. Like that just never occurred to me, but it is interesting. Like you're not wrong, especially in terms of like gender, like the gender roles that people perceive in society. Like, oh, men are supposed to be the fighters and they're like strong and like they're doing all this stuff and they're fighting. And then the feminine, you know, women are supposed to be like this and like quieter and more communicative and like, oh, I just want to like be there for you. But like, I never... Don't, I don't think I made that connection, but that's interesting. I, I can see that, I think, for sure. I think I think that it's just the way that I see it like that is because, like, when you, like, when you raise, like, a kid, people already have certain ways of how they would go about it, like, yeah. when it comes to parenting. Like, for a girl, it's very nurtured, like, very, like, hi, oh, you're doing great, you're doing this. And then for men, it's just, like, it's just, like, it's different. It's, like, more, like, brute force, like, hey, like, we don't talk yeah. about our feelings or back in the day I don't know how it is now of course I'm not a parent but like probably not yeah perceived it because like, I think a good example is like like my brother I think his um love language would be like quality time or acts of service because like whenever he sh- tries to express like um his fondness like for me or like other family members he will like do something he will go and help like if like I'm sick he'll like go and get me soup or he'll go and get me like right. a, a, like a cookie or something like that um, or like if he like we feel like, like I know like whenever he like misses me he the way that he says that is like hey let's go grab lunch let's go catch up because like right. we haven't seen each other in a long time so like that's what it's it's not necessary like hey I want to give you a hug and physically show you that I love you like you know like yeah. that's why I kind of associate like that because it's like it could just be more of like like you said I, that's also a factor too I feel like your personality um but yeah, that's what I was just, it was just like some general thoughts. Well, that and like people that you end up like having in your life for the most and like who you like right. who's around and who's like that, like that makes sense. Cause like I, like, okay, like I said, I don't have any, like, I don't like my entire family is female. So like, I don't have the male perspective on a lot of things. <laughs> Cause like, you know what I mean? Like even like my, well, and, and my dad, he's like, He's cool, but he's, like, I feel like my dad is very in touch with his feminine side and is, like, a lot more, like, I don't know. Like, it's not, like, the, oh, I'm going to be the buff. I'm going to, like, take care. It's fair. Like, it's not. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I've, and, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just based on, like, who you have in your life and who is surrounding us at any given point. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, like, if you think about it, we're in opposite like environments in the sense of you, your family is predominantly like it's you your sister and your mom so like your dad is the minority yep. in in that case um for on my <laughs> side it's like for him half <laughs> yeah yeah yep. my side it's like half um in terms of immediate family like I have a brother and then dad of course and then mom and me um but then in my extended family side there's a lot more like sons so like the dynamics is a little bit different um, just with that too so that's a good point like I didn't really think about it like that I think I just automatically assumed it based on like my environment which is yeah I mean, yeah. yeah no I mean that's that's fair too I mean I don't know I didn't know I just assumed this is kind of embarrassing I just assumed all men were like like super t- like I don't know like particular I don't know like more in touch with their feminine side and like not as like aggressive like I just assumed that was the case until very for a very long time and then I was like oh wait well I mean that makes sense because that's like your dad yeah I feel like that's your dad's personality he's very much like calm reserved and he's like very supportive so like I can see how like how you could think that for a long time because you grew up with that type of like well, and not just my dad is, I mean, like, a lot of the male figure, male people in my life, I feel like are, are like that. So like, when I finally meet someone that isn't that I'm like, oh, it takes me a while to be like, oh, wait, you're like, like, your values do not are not the same as mine. I need to remember that. To be fair, though, I also do that with everyone. I just, for some reason, my brain likes to assume that everyone thinks exactly like me until proven <laughs> otherwise and then I'm surprised every time and I don't, <laughs> I don't sorry like, it, ha- me it happens no stop don't laugh it's very real like I <laughs> I legitimately <laughs> assume that everyone understands how my brain operates and also is thinking in the same way every single time and then they surprise me 
every single time. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I should just get used to the idea that no one just it's fine. It's fine. We're getting no, I there. Think that's, I think those are extremes, though. I don't think you should say everyone or no yeah. one. I, I, but like, that's, I think that's why I was laughing. I just found it very... I don't know why I found it funny. Sorry, I shouldn't have laughed. But, like... No! I just found it very, like, the way that you worded it's, it, you're like... And I figure it out every time. I always get corrected. I'm <laughs> just like, sorry. The way that you said it was funny. <laughs> just like... Now that we've kind of guessed each other's love languages mm-hmm. in the sense of you are... Physical touch, quality time, and words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm the yep. same. Uh, You're similar, yeah. which makes sense. We're, yeah. And I like how we both ruled out, like, gifts. Like, that's not really important. That's very superficial. Uh, yeah. Well, but but see, before we hit record, we were also talking about, because one of the articles we were looking up said that Inside Jokes was technically under gifts. That's interesting, because I do enjoy a good inside joke i do i really do but i don't think maybe it just doesn't graze the top of my list because i think the other ones take priority over over that i also associate inside i also associate inside jokes as quality time because i are like a product of quality time you know yeah like i know an article is one perspective but like I, i just assume that like you have to spend a lot of quality time to be able to get an inside joke that's fair that's fair maybe it's like an offshoot somewhere in between sort of yeah i don't know yeah but like i guess going off of that what do you think is like a strongest compatibility type for you like uh, in terms of for your partner like what would you want them to have ideally um if you feel like that'd be like most compatible i feel like quality time is like a no break like i need that that one would have to be we'd have to be compatible with i'm okay with getting well no i'm okay with not having as much physical touch if as long as the quality time is there i think Mm -hmm. if that makes sense the one i get that and then anything else i feel like as long as one of them is kind of overlapping the other doesn't really have to be i don't know Mm -hmm. like as although god if they if they ever if you ever if you if you have gifts as one of your love languages, I'm gonna be really shit at it. I'm sorry. I'm telling you that right now. I'm so bad at gift giving. <laughs> it would like I'm so sorry. Like I can can I give you a hug instead? <laughs> like can I, like I don't know how to gift give. I'm really bad at it. It's just it's embarrassing. It's really terrible. Um. So if that's one of your love languages, I'm so sorry in advance. <laughs> I guess maybe that's what it maybe that's what it would be. The least compatible would be someone who requires gifts. I can't do that. I don't know how to do no, that. No, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I would say it would be quality time and acts of service that would be the okay. most important to me. Like like you said, I think if you don't have like physical touch as one of your things of where expressing love, that's fine for me just because like as long as you're okay with me giving you hugs you know like as long as you're okay like, yeah with me like, i don't care if you don't reciprocate it i feel like quality time and acts of service are like more that are important to me just because i really yeah. like spending time with an individual i think time is really precious and i think yeah, for acts of service I, I feel like i feel like for acts of service i'm not as confident in like I get very shy, like, when I do something for someone. So, I was like, if someone is confidently, like, that is, like, their way of expressing, like, actors, I think I would then, like, I'd be able to reciprocate it if they're confidently able to, just because yeah. that, like, I, like, know, oh, that they, I mean a lot to this person, and then I'll start trying to do it. But, like, yeah. I think I just need, like, an encouragement, and that's why I think it would be good a partner if a partner had acts of service. Because I need that encouragement. Yeah, well, and I feel like acts of service can go beyond just, like, helping you do groceries you know like it could be like yeah just simple things like yeah like for example like I think it's kind of fun it's nice when so I'm in certain like social settings that are like a little bit out of my reach like networking events or social events happy hours yeah happy hours or like giant like 10 people like where I don't really know everyone maybe I know like two or three people like I do appreciate like just doing little things like hey 
you should be a part of this conversation or guiding me in certain ways like that. That in itself is an act of service, I think. And it's quite nice. It's, I do appreciate this because sometimes I'm, it's not even that I'm like embarrassed about it. I don't register that I'm doing something wrong. I just sit in the corner and stare off into the distance and think that's totally normal. And I don't really think much about it until someone's like, Hey, do you want to be a part of this conversation? And I'd be like, Oh yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I forgot. So yeah, acts of service. That's nice. I, I agree. I think I can see that. Um, I would never turn down sure. gifts. Let me just say that. <laughs> but like, I think it just like I feel like it would just be hard because like gifts yeah. for me is like materialistic and well like gifts okay so gifts what i can do is like if you want i can cook for you like that's i can express my love in that way like i can do things i feel like that's more of acts of service too at that point like when you're cooking for someone or like eating together yeah. or like buying their meal like that t- those are the types of like, gifts i feel like that blend with acts of service or quality time that i'm like okay with it's like things like i'll buy you a bag or like i'll buy you clothes like those types like a materialistic gifts are a little hard yeah. for me to like reciprocate just because i'm like i don't like i don't know how to convey that through like an item like you know like yeah is that weird i don't don't know no no that's fair like i feel like whatever i like i i can well yeah i will receive gifts but it has to be like thought out and like some sort of like inside meaning behind or like so yeah 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 there we go yeah And that's why I struggle to reciprocate that because I have so many emotions that I don't know how to like compile it all down to like one item, a physical Mm -hmm. item that I can give you. Like that's impossible. How do I, how do I do that? That's not like, that's not No, I totally get that. Like, I feel like there's too much pressure because you're like, oh, what if they don't get it? (laughs) What if it's not an inside joke enough? What if it's too much of an inside joke? What if I give it to them and they don't even know what this is? Yeah, it just goes over their head. I have that fear, too. Yeah. It's terrifying. Like, how am I supposed to get all of this emotion towards this person, like, and then bottle it all down to one item that I can then give to you? And then you, uh uh-uh, no, don't like, don't like it. Mm, Don't know how to do that. (laughs) I can't um anyways um okay do you i guess out of curiosity do you think a relationship could work if your love languages don't align Cause i know we've said like oh if you have gifts it's hard to make it work but like because like i think the same think- um opposites attract is kind of like a common saying so i was like is, do you think it's really true like opposites attracting could be successful or do you think you need to be more alike to be more like have a have a good working relationship I think it could work. It just because okay, like yeah, I've been bashing on gift giving. I'm sorry, only because I <laughs> it's it's fine. But I, I've been bashing on. It. But the thing is, I feel like I feel like they need to be. You, I think it's the the effort that also mm-hmm. like is nice to know, right? Like, so as long as you're putting an effort into meeting someone's love languages and that's enough for them, I think that's totally fine i think it i don't think it has to be like a perfect like we both like quality time and we both like physical touch therefore it's always gonna work like i don't think that's quite true but yeah i don't know i think there's some as long as you're trying and you're meeting someone halfway i think that it works i think it definitely works yeah i would agree i think moving away from love languages and just person like in general like like if two people are very opposite to each other, I feel like it's still possible to like make it work or like still have like a meaningful relationship because you just got to yeah. learn each other's like what works for the other person, what doesn't work for the other person. And you're like, you're making the effort, like you said, to try to figure it out and like keep that connection. Yeah. Um. So I don't necessarily think, I think it's true to some extent, but I feel like if you're super opposite, it's hard. Like that's when, well, the, that's when like it's opposite. too disconnected. I think I think my my I don't think there's a truly opposite that exists. That's a thing because I feel like I see the love languages as sort of like a pie chart as opposed to like oh if I don't have gift giving then I'm never gonna like gifts. Like I don't I think everyone has a little bit of everything, but it's just like which one takes priority over the other. So like you know if like no I get that. So I yeah. feel like there's a lot of overlap. Yeah. So. Like, obviously, if you're, like, exact opposite, 
if you're exact opposite and you're not like communicating at all and there's like no like one person is doing one thing that they think is the other person is gonna like but the other person is like I don't know like this is not my love languages these are yours then you're never gonna be able to communicate and be on the same page that you know that affection you're never never gonna oh be able yeah to I think I I agree with so, you I think I think the I love languages are like a blend or it is like a pie chart like you said in that analogy yeah. i was thinking more of opposites meaning like in communication and personality like outside oh. of love languages yeah. like um like if there's opposite people because i feel like part of what it means love language is communication like like you said like you need to be able to like convey what you're feeling or convey what you're thinking and i feel like yeah. if you're opposite in the way that you communicate you could make it work, but I don't know how strong it would work. I don't know. That's, that's what I that's what I think about when I hear that saying, like, opposites attract. Like, does it really work? I, I think it... Ugh, I don't know. I think it could potentially work. I think where that comes from is mostly, like, in, like, a friendship or relationship, I feel like it should... Like, you have to, like, grow with one another, right? So it would make sense that if one person is not as great a one thing the other person is they can like learn from each other and like mm-hmm. uplift each other in different aspects but I I don't think like obviously if you don't have the same interests and you have nothing to talk about except shared experience I don't know how that would work that's true yeah I don't think the commonality work. Yeah, I think the commonality that needs to happen is wanting to invest your time in the other person, like, to learn more, or to, yeah. like you mentioned earlier. I think that is what will make it work, no matter how compatible or how opposite or similar you are. That is a good point. I, I would agree right. with that, too. But also, it can't be, like, it just it can't just be, like, oh, the other person is teaching you or fixing you, because that's that also is not draining. great either. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's not it's like a delicate balance between you're uplifting each other, but you're also not judging them. Like you're you're just letting them be and you're letting the other person like grow. Be. But yeah. every so yeah, every so often, there might be one thing or another that you learn from each other along the way. I feel like that makes a lot more sense than like, opposites attract and you have to be one part of another half like, oh, no, I don't like that. It's more like, Two parts that kind of live together. Yeah. I think think we agree more on that is because quality time. Like, you know, like we both think that's a big emphasis for making a relationship work. It's just time. And I think that's a good point, too. Yeah. We got to be able to stand on our own two feet before coming together. That is a good thing. Uh, That that thing that made me think of another question. Do you think you need to fully like... I, there's always a people always say like, you need to love yourself before you can love others right do you mm-hmm. feel that you have to completely like grow yourself in the sense of like love yourself completely to whatever that means to you before you can have like a successful relationship because there's people who I've talked to that are like you need to like love yourself before you can love others and I feel like it's not that way I feel like it's parallel I feel like other people can help you learn how you can love yourself that's the other end. That's the other extreme of people. It's like one people who are like, I need another person or I'm not going to be able to learn anything about myself. And then there's oh, yeah. the other where it's like, I'm never talking to anyone else until I figure it out. It's like, this, yeah. this exists, right? This still exists. Yeah. We could be in the middle. <laughs> that's a good point. I didn't realize that that, that is the spectrum. Like codependency, like I need to be with someone to figure myself out versus like, I need to figure myself out before like, I am with someone like it's it's me not you is that end of the spectrum yeah. and then the other end is like I need to find someone and I can't, I can't be single and people you know those people who like freak out when they're a single and they're like I can't be single I need to find someone that is a good yeah. point that is a spectrum on its own I feel like yeah in the middle I, would be like where do you this is a good question where do you think you land on that on that like where do you think you go because I know where I go I think I'm leaning more into in- independence I'm trying to get back into this middle but I'm always like gravitating to independence, hyper independence, because I'm scared of this. So I'm like, I'm just gonna go back here on my own. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, it's really no. Bad. I agree I'm with you. Back, if, but... 
if if I'll be honest, I'm more on the independent side where like I think I've just yeah. been so independent in like autopilot mode of just like looking out for myself that I gravitate towards more like I'll figure it out myself. I don't really need anyone. Yeah. Like I, I having someone else around is nice, but I don't need that person in order to like grow myself. Ideally, right. I'd want it in the middle where like I can learn new things about myself with another person and whatnot. But like. Yeah, I, that's the ideal. I, I think in the middle where like you're helping another person grow, they're helping you grow, and you're growing together, and you're enjoying each other's yeah. time, and it's wonderful. But I'm more, the, I'm like you, <laughs> I'm like more the independent side. Yeah. yeah. It's all peachy keen, and it's great, and there's communication, and amazing, and wow. Who knew? Um, yeah. The ideal world. <laughs> right um okay here's a question that i thought would be kind of interesting have you ever lied about your loving love language to make things work between a friend or something more or even like a family like relatives like have you completely lied about it um family members no just because i'm like yo we're family i'm telling you the truth and the honest truth <laughs> um mm-hmm. but with like friends and like more than friends individuals I have in the sense of like in hopes that I don't have to anymore if that makes sense it's just because I feel like yeah I feel like what I've learned earlier on is like you can't like continuously give 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 you have to wait and receive to make like yeah there's got to be give and take in order for that relationship to work long term and so like that's like I think early on I I would if I had to be honest, I probably did lie and, like, try to be like, yeah, that's totally what, like, that works for me, too, and, like, things like that. But, like, now I feel like I'm not as much. Like, I'm trying to be more vocal about it. It's weird, um, just because, like, but, like, yeah, I have done that before. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully that answers the question. No, that's fair. I feel like it's like a rite of passage. You have to go through your lying <laughs> phase where you're lying about everything that interests you in order to, like you know, get through to someone and then like you realize that it's like, was it worth it? No, because at the end of the day, you were not satisfied at all. <laughs> like, yeah, like in the moment, in know. the moment you're like, it, you're, it's the fear of like it not working out. So you're like, I don't want to lose yeah. this connection to this person. So let me try yeah. what I can to keep the connection. But then like you said, long term, you're like, is it even worth having a connection to this person? Like, is it still bringing value out? into my life? Yeah. Right. I think that type of burnout yeah. is very real. Yeah. Well, and and it's also like I I do this sometimes I do this at work as well. I guess we haven't really talked about it at work. Their love languages oh, yeah. are definitely a thing at work. Um specifically like for example if, you know, if certain coworkers appreciate act like uh words of affirmation. Like they they need to be like oh you did great but maybe next time do this like that in itself is a word of affirmation and then it's like a critique right i have been in situ- i've been in a situation where in the workplace i do need a lot of words of affirmation in terms of work mm-hmm. and in the beginning like there was a particular individual that was kept taking a lot from me and being like i need you to do this and this and this and this and this and this but I would never get that affirmation. And at first yeah. it was fine, right? At first I was like, this is fine. This is cool. I'm okay. I can give myself affirmation, right? Like I can tell myself I did a good job. I did it in time, which is unusual for me. Like I had my schedule. I did everything I, I could. And I thought that was enough. But after a while, it starts taking a toll on you because you're starting to question like, wait, yeah. am I actually doing a good job? Or are they just... Like, I don't know, like, where I stand. I don't know, like, if they hate what I'm doing and you're giving me indication that you do and I don't know how to deal with this. So, like, again, like, lying about what you need from that interaction. For, it doesn't work ever, right? Not not long term, for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, love languages in the workplace is definitely a thing, and it's not like how you would in like a friendship or a relationship with mm-hmm. a partner. Well, like I agree with you in the sense of like uh, I think my like categories still say the same, but like what I expect in like need or like things like that in the workplace is definitely 
quality time and like access service is how I like tend to like convey like if I'm if I see someone like drowning in work and like you could see that they're clearly stressed I'd be like hey what can I do to make your play a little bit better is like how I feel like I need to step in um yeah and then I think when it comes to like managers or like like just like mentorships I think quality time is super important for me just because like just kind of like sit and just talk is really like it helps like because like you I feel like more than getting the work done getting to know the person is Mm -hmm. really important to me in a workplace because you need to be able to trust that you'll be able to get whatever that future work is done and I think that's like the most important part of a team in a workplace Uh, I'm like I'm like you where like words of affirmation is um okay for me like I, I I think I just I don't I don't take compliments well <laughs> in the workplace. Yeah, so like, it's okay yeah. to me if no one tells me I'm doing a good job. I'm just kind of like move on from it. But I do have a friend who's like she was telling me she's like um, what I look for in the managers are constantly motivating me with words of affirmation like you're doing good, keep going up. Which I get that like performance reviews at the end of the day like affirmations help because like you're at the end of the year like what all you did is was worth it is how it feel is like so I I get yeah. that. Um, I, I think I was reading up about this apparently re- receiving gifts like in a workplace how that would be would be the that's where like the snack candy or like hey let me treat you to a coffee um, yeah. but then like also that the, that article I was mentioning about early before the episode like inside jokes is in that realm as well because it helps you figure out the similarity between your team so I thought that was interesting but I don't know it's always nice to receive like a gift like coffee and treats like that but I don't know if that's me either yeah no, I no, I absolutely agree. And I, I actually wonder if these kind of love languages flip around for different situations. Like obviously like love languages are usually associated with like relationships and like maybe friendships, mostly just relationships and like that kind of stuff. I wonder if like your love languages change. I mean, obviously they probably would in like a workplace situation and how you interact with coworkers. Mm-hmm. Like and because okay, for one thing, I don't think physical touch would be anywhere near my top three for work life <laughs> that's like an hr violation don't, i feel like don't <laughs> if it's too far me. yeah no uh no uh we're not uh we're not doing that get out of here if it's taken too far that's... that's an hr violation right there <laughs> like... yeah. yeah like no none of that please um but yeah like i wonder if that if those kind of switch around in different situations they probably do i can see it like yeah and, and you know love languages with your family as well like Obviously, I'm not, and well, actually, I am very physical. To, I am very huggy with my family. I am. I used to not be, but I am a lot now. It's fun. They're like, where did this come from? I'm like, I just had it all bottled up for you guys, waiting for. <laughs> I saved it for you. Yeah. <laughs> I saved it for you. <laughs> Going oh, back to the workplace, though, out of curiosity, with someone who's like not at your peer level, like someone who's above you, what would be like types of. Uh, interactions or love languages you would want with that maybe it is a manager or your boss or maybe it's a mentor you feel like that would help you be more successful in the workplace um I think I definitely um in terms okay so I guess it's two different so in terms of receiving I do like the words of affirmation but in terms of giving like me giving a love language I think I appreciate like giving acts of service like if I can provide you with a service and actually help you out and like Mm -hmm. help help you reach some goal or help you take something off your plate then I feel like I'm helping out and I'm being part of a team um Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, quality time, honestly, isn't, I know, I think quality time is high on a lot of people's list in terms of work life, but I'm like, kind of leaning more into not having that as be my top, because I like to keep that personal and work life separate, like to a max, mostly through experience, and I won't get into it. But I've had experiences in the past where that line gets very blurred and I don't like when that happens because everything just falls apart in my opinion. So I like to like it. It was where quality time was being used as a weapon to get me to do things that I wasn't comfortable doing. And it's but so so, you know, so I wasn't like I've been I'm leaning more into. So I think physical touch would be at the bottom. Quality time would probably be second or third, maybe third gifts will probably be fourth and then 
acts of service or words of affirmation acts of service. It's like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what the question was. What was the question? No, that was <laughs> okay. it. Like, what do you think but would be valuable? That was, so, yeah. I, yeah, that would be, I think, I think words of affirmation would be the top one in acts of service. Cause I, like, I don't want, like the ones that I keep for my personal life, I don't want that to be anywhere near my work life at all. I've, I'm very hesitant on bringing those two. Like, I don't, I feel like, I and I, I think that's know. just through experience. Like, do you think that's like it's, a Midwestern East Coast thing? Or not? I don't know. I, maybe we shouldn't put it with location, just because I feel like the Midwest and East Coast is more traditional. Because like whenever I worked at like a place within like our like hometown, like very much was like five o'clock hits. We don't really we just kind of go to our families. We don't really like associate hanging out and being friends with your work friends after like your work hours as much. Whereas when I worked well, like when I was in LA, like. The, people were very like let's be a family type thing so like the lines do get blurred because you're hanging out often outside of work as well like yeah. I, like i like like I, you said for me it was very uncomfortable like at first because i was so used to people like switching off me like the boundary of like we're oh, work friends yeah. we're family friends or friends outside of work like there's very much of a category but there's not that boundary like from the workplace that i um experienced on that side where everybody's like we hang out we like talk to about our family like life out about outside of work like that those things matter in terms of being friends yeah and so it's like yeah it's I weird. think I think I think definitely and I can't speak for the entirety entire east coast or entire midwest or whatever but I right, know Boston right. specifically is very work life personal life doesn't mix we don't talk about each other like we're friends at work we've have friends outside of work separate actually more so than ohio which i found interesting Ohio, like ohio i think more so than ohio um everything is very separate here um in my time in new york i think that's where the lines were too blurred it was like right on top of each other like to a fault and that's why Mm. right now i'm like no opposite i want to try the opposite because i tried (laughs) this didn't work right didn't work do you think there and should be some cross this. at one point? Like, do you sure, think the yeah, I think ideally. I think, I think ideally, I think ideally it should be blurred a little bit. It can be, I think. But it, it takes years to build that up, right? I think it's also, I think it was also the speed in which it happened that oh, I was very, yeah, good point. that I didn't, right. Like, I don't think it was, like, if I had been there for years, if I had been there for a couple of months, a couple of years, and then that happened, and then I got closer to people as I moved, then it would make, it would be a lot more comfortable than just immediately being like, we're best friends. We're a family. It's like, Ooh, no, <laughs> please stop. Yeah. That, that's no, a good no. point. I think doing it too fast where you're like, Oh yeah, we're happy Kumbaya family. It's like at work is kind of weird. And no. that kind of feels superficial. Yeah. I think like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good point. I think the line should be blurred to that point. Cause I think for me, in order to be a successful team at work is you need to have that trust that, that an individual is yeah. going to have your back or they're going to be willing to kind of talk through problems that the team faces. So that's why I think like the, um, communication types, the love language types, like those are important to address, I guess, or like to consider. So that's interesting though. Like it shouldn't be too much because then it blur- when you blur the lines, that's the difficult part when you blur the lines is because now you're starting to see each other as like people, like as you should, mm-hmm. like as like friends. Yeah. And friends aren't business transactions, but the workplace setting is a business. So it's like, it gets hard. Like when you have to do something for work that has to be prioritized. Yeah. Like, a good example is maybe someone is having a really tough time outside of work. Like, their family life is really difficult right now. But as, like, a work coworker or potentially a manager, you have to be like, yo, like, you have to set those feelings aside and get work done because, like, you're here for a job. Yeah. Once you start blurring your relationship with people like that, it makes those conversations difficult. Or, like, make those expectations that you're going to get your work done difficult. Because you're like, I know you're going through a really bad time. How am I supposed to tell you to do your work, like, do your job? Like, that's super hard. That's why I'm like, that's why it's, like, really weird. Like, should you blur or should you not? (laughs) Like... Yeah. And I and I feel like I that obviously okay, and I'm obviously speaking in like extremes, right? I I don't think I've ever experienced maybe that's what it is. I've never experienced a good happy medium between the two. So I don't know what that feels like. Therefore, I'm sure my I I'm sure my view will shift as 
time. When you find that happy medium or like a better one than outside of the extremes. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, well, that's a lie too. I also, I think I have experienced a happy medium. I just didn't know how to recognize it was a happy medium because I was like starting out an intern. I like no one, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't know anything. Actual work. Yeah. No. No. (laughs) But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's I, I think it's cool how it bleeds over. I think just in general to kind of wrap things up, like I think it's cool that love languages yeah. can be bled into different like things, and it's not just um, relationships. Because at the end of the day, we're all people, and so mm-hmm. you need that type of stuff to do peoplely things. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's a good way of like um, identifying how different people operate because that's and being that... empathetic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's kind of similar to personality type. I mean, obviously, they're not like hard, fast rules by any means, but they're they're nice guidelines to have like, oh, hey, this is how I can interact with you and make sure that you're comfortable in the situation. Good to know. Great. You're it's just nice. How to be it's cognizant nice of the other person. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a great Increase... tool to figure that out. Yeah, increase that empathy, you know? Mm-hmm. Understand. It's good. Um, anyways, Facts. this was fun. This is a great conversation. I feel like this is a great and apt conversation for February. Um, Valentine's Day. Do you have any Valentine's Day plans, Kathy? Nah, girl. I'm just going to go and get some chocolate. I always do that. Like, Hell just yeah. Just chocolate the day after. It's always fun. Nice. But then we're, I have to gotta work nice. it out. But that's the plan. How about you? I I actually think I have a concert in like two oh, days fun. before valentine's day that i impulsively bought like four months ago um i think <laughs> I, bought, I bought three tickets um oh what am i seeing i am seeing wow i'm blanking i forget it was so long ago i don't remember but it was someone it was some indie artist and that i really like oh. and uh, i've seen them quite a bit so or I've, I've heard quite a bit of their music so i was like oh I'll give it a try um I, was, I bought three tickets so hopefully there's some galentine's day something that i can do or put together for that day it will be great. oh fun so yeah it'll be nice and uh yeah so yeah, i hope be things fun. work out exciting yeah mm. now i know see i know all the love languages now so i can like use it for my galentine's day even though it's not really about it's fine whatever it's fine <laughs> it'll be great um, okay, well, this is great. Um, thank you to our listeners for 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 holding on until the end. I know the conversation was a little chaotic this time, but I think we had a great time. It was fun, uh, fun times. Um, very interesting topic, and we'll you know what we'll put a love language test in the episode description so you guys can try it out. Um, and yeah, you can catch our episodes on Spotify, on uh, Apple. Please share and and share it with everyone and uh thanks for listening yeah and let us know what your love language is on instagram or something i think if you take the love language test from our episode description i think it would be fun to learn thanks again for listening to this episode we're glad that you got to stick to the end if you have any thoughts or want to share anything with us about our platform follow us on instagram at redefining abcd to give us your thoughts on the episode and stay updated on our platform And with this, we hope you all stay safe and happy, and we'll see you all in the next one.